My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A very good afternoon to you. Welcome to where we are looking at nurturing wellness. I'm your host, Mishka Daris. And today in our program, let's guess what are we going to talk about? It is, of course, matriculants and the fact that they are receiving currently the matric results. For some, it is an extremely happy occasion. For others, it might not be such a good thing. But uh, to take us through the panic, the anxiety, the, all the emotions that comes with this time of the year is Auntie Najmunis. Solomon and she's in studio with us a life coach, a counsellor and uh, someone that of course is no um, should I say no stranger to Voice of the Gap. Auntie Najmanisa, assalamu alaikum to you. An absolute pleasure. We're also going to be discussing a bit later on for the anxiety that comes with um, children going to school for the very first time as well a bit later on. So any questions or comments are welcomed on 47913. But now let's cross over to I'm sure a very happy occasion at the Darul Islam High School uh, with Sheikh Ibram, Irfan Abrams as the and principal the of the school. Of course, so with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams, we're going to be chatting to him very soon. As you may have heard, he's already let the cat out of the bag. Salama Davids is the top student at Darul Islam High School. And uh, Salama has received straight A's and passed with an 83% pass rate in eight subjects. Seven subjects are actually the prerequisite by the Department of Education. But Darul Islam High School actually has eight subjects. We hope to chat to her a bit later as well, inshallah. But for now, Let's cross over to Sheikh Irfan Abrams, who is the principal of the Darul Islam High School. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Alhamdulillah. We just heard that very important announcement there, the, the mention of your top student. Sheikh, first of all, before we get to your top student, how did Darul Islam Islamic High School do this year? Yeah, a little bit, little bit down, but not too much. We have achieved 89 0.9%. Okay, pass rate. in your pass rate. MashaAllah. Well done to all the teachers. Last year it teachers. was 91.4. Okay, 91.4. All right. Let's go to that top student that you announced earlier, Sheikh Salama Davids, receiving straight A's there for her matriculation. So um, what is the excitement like at this moment in time uh, within the school? Well, to be very honest with you, there was always a challenge, always an attempt to break a nine-year record. And we have offered learners Umrah tickets, gifts, etc., etc. Whoever is able to break the record of Luqman Jaffi. 
Look my generals and the top students in character, behavior, and performance, and commitment to schoolwork. And how the record, that record was eight, was that, sorry, that time, was the department offered six subjects, we had seven subjects. Now the department offers seven subjects, we have eight subjects, which is compulsory. So at that, and that, at that time, Lukman Japim, he got distinction for all seven his subjects. And how the record up till today? The record, his record has been broken by Salama David. And for the eight subjects, she achieved for each one a distinction. MashaAllah. So, she... so uh, her parents are here, her siblings are here, uh, fellow students are here, her parents are great parents, great grandparents, and great grandparents, all of them are here to share with us this excitement. MashaAllah. The learners are with her, the learners are standing around her, and they're extremely excited. She has broken the record <laughs> and the school is giving them a gift of 8,000 rand wow they will come from the school in appreciation for true commitment and hard work mm. and sweat and sacrifice mashallah I think really congratulations to the principals to her support in her parents and also the extended family as well uh, and Salama David we're hoping she inshallah to chat she to her right but later on is she allow me just half a minute with the treasure of the Dalgan Islamic High School Ajigali van der Ross okay no problem. Uh, Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. How proud are you, Mr. Hali Pandaras, on the Darul Islam's achievement for this year? I mean, this is a wonderful achievement for Darul Islam. Uh, it is an indication, as much criticism as normally placed against uh, Islamic high schools, this is an example of what can be achieved and what has been achieved even over the years. Mm. Inshallah. And uh, this young lady has made us justifiably proud. And we wish everything of the best and every success for the future, inshallah. I mean, let's uh, cross. Yeah, one second, I'll give it to Salama. David. No problem. Assalamu alaikum to you, Salama. Assalamu alaikum. Salam. Congratulations on your achievement, Salama. How are you feeling right now after receiving those results? I'm feeling very grateful to Allah. Yes, were I'm, I'm really sure you're extremely happy. Were you um, anxious or um, were you maybe panicked leading up to um, the release of the results? Oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. It's quite loud here. No problem. Were you by any chance feeling panicked or anxious uh, receiving <laughs> the results? Very, <laughs> I was feeling very anxious, yeah. Why so? Why that anxiety? Um, expectations a lot. <laughs> okay, and and expectations obviously from the extended family, I assume as well. Yes. Uh, yes. So how do you manage to get through those kind of expectations and doing the best uh, that you can? And obviously, I'm assuming you proud of what you've achieved as well. No, um, studying, but besides that, you have to put like your trust in Allah Subhanahu and a lot of the uh, from family members and myself, and even I could ask for it for me. Oh. Yes. Sweet, mashallah. What's the plans going forward, uh, Salama? Inshallah, I intend to go to Darna in for a year, and then um, I'd like to study further at UCT. I'm not quite sure on the faculty yet. Okay, we wish you all the best and all the success for your future endeavors, inshallah. Mubarak on your achievement, and may uh, you only grow from strength to strength, inshallah, Salama.
So that was a link up there with Darul Islam uh, Islamic High School, obviously based in Saudi State. And uh, we've had Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams speak to us about the school's achievement as well as Salama Davids, who is the top student with achieving straight A's in all her grades in eight subjects and uh, a pass rate of 83%, alhamdulillah. So Mubarak to her. Mubarak to the rest of the students also receiving the results as well. We'll continue throughout the day to bring you updates from our various schools in the province on how well things have been going for them. But now we uh, chat over to Auntie Najmanisa Solomon. Auntie Najmanisa, the topic today obviously being the panic and the anxiety that comes with receiving the results. Um, and you've heard this Salama saying that she was extremely anxious um, because of expectations that's placed upon her. So what are those feelings like at this moment, this moment in time? Uh, shukran, uh, Mishka. I was glad that we started off with um, Sheikh Ibrahim. Um, Sheikh Irfan Abrams' um, results and congratulations to all of them and congratulations to everybody that have been a part of those um, people's lives that have achieved this. Mm. And um, I like the answer at the end when she said that she's done everything that she could and then she surrendered to Allah mm. herself and yakin that inshallah with what she's put in um, Allah is going to make the final decision of what's going to come out. And I think that is the battle that um, most of us as as human beings yes. is knowing what do we surrender and how do we surrender. And um, I've got two grandchildren that's waiting for the metric results, Nuran, Haland and Afaf Hendricks. And I'm uh, at a few words with them. I even thought I'll bring them with and put them and let them speak. But they had to be at the schools at this time. To actually see the one's tummy has been running throughout the yes. day yesterday, today, um, couldn't sleep last night, restless, and they're harder on themselves than what the parents are on them. Mm. Lots of times um, there is parents that's hard on them, or parents, or they know their parents have an expectation of them, or living their, their dream through their child, because if they didn't have matric or they didn't achieve, then it's, it's, it's a natural feeling for parents to, to have that longing for their children to achieve. Right. And and the unconscious pressure that we as parents sometimes put on our children is is, is making it worse for them in in the situation. So um, I, the, the the main question is: Am I going to pass? Am I going to pass? And and this is like a a nagging kind of thought that goes through the mm. head and can permeate the body with negative. Um, endorphins and negative uh, feelings inside of them and some of them even go in such a severe panic attack that they can actually flop out. I remember years ago my daughter went to go fetch her results at, at SP. The, 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 the anxiety that she built up yes. was, was, was so intense that she she thought she was going to not pass because she had two operations in that year and she wow. didn't write the June exams and so on. So it was like you can go actually lose consciousness to that extent mm. that it can go. And it sometimes starts days before the time and the children can be living in that kind of anxiety for a long time before you actually take note of it. So it's important for parents to kind of, by the way, acknowledge that um, with this child, especially the matriculants of today, and pack them, the ones that's physical temperaments that you need to contact, physical touch, give them a hug and reassure them that whatever they have done is good enough for you, yes. if it was that, their, be their best is, is good enough for you. Mm. And if there's one or two subjects that they haven't done or didn't make it in, hold them through the period and encourage them to immediately go and write it. Don't, don't talk about time out and relief and this. Tackle it right from the 
core again and get into the books and apply immediately to rewrite those subjects so that the longer it lingers, the the less appetite they're going to have to, to redo to it. Read, uh, exactly. So. Let's take the eye break. When we continue, we're discussing, of course, the anxiety that comes with the matric results and also the anxiety and panic that comes, uh, I think, more to the parents um, starting your children off at a new school or even to start them off for the very first time. And Najmunisa Solomon is in studio with us. We'll be back after this. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. on Voice of the Cape to all the matriculants that are um, at the school at this moment in time and receiving the results. Well done. I hope that uh, all the panic and the anxiety that you've experienced will now go away after this. But that is exactly what we're chatting to about today um, with Auntie Najmunisa Solomon, who is a life coach and a counsellor with an Islamic ethos. So Auntie Najmunisa, talking about this panic and anxiety, um, what are possibly students facing at this moment in time and those maybe also going to school what are the feelings like the first thing is that that a restless unstable feeling with internal dialogue within themselves there's nervousness there's tension there's fear there's um the whispering of 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 different kinds of thoughts Mm. so you remember you start off with a feeling and you're feeling this thing here at the crop of your of your body Mm. where you feel almost like it's choking you here and then heart can sometimes race faster you can become short of breath you can you see wherever the body has a weak area in the thoughts will manifest in that area some people get nauseous and vomit some will have a running tummy some will just feel sleepy some will not be able to sleep some will eat a lot some will not eat a lot Mm. so it's all the reaction of of, of the body, of what the thoughts and the feelings are. So. so that is what we call the behavior. So parents need to be in tune with those kind of things. I know parents are also um, nervous and, and anxious and worried some about what their child is doing. But remember, you the par- parent and you the adult and the child has as kind of an expectation of you to keep them well. Mm. So if you're going to compose yourself and keep yourself well, they'll be well. Reassure them, allow them to process these feelings and to talk about it. And some of them won't talk about it. Some of them will flee from it and some will fight with it and some will flow with it. So the easy to flexible child is normally the one that makes and pretends to be okay with everything and flow with it and whatever and the other child that's fearful and slow to warm up will go quiet and try to sleep it off and just wake up when it's all over mm. and the, the the feisty one will be restless and pittering and argumentative and that is normally the children that has running tummies and um, feel restless within their internal dialogue within themselves. The the important part of us as parents is looking at our children but seeing the feeling and hearing what they are feeling, not trying to look at the behavior and contradict the behavior and scale about the behavior. Uh, You mustn't do this and you mustn't do this. Don't act like that. Try to look beyond the storm and try to see what is this child really feeling. Mm. And even if you don't know, you can say to the child, I'm just wondering what kind of emotions are going through you at the moment and I wish I had some sort of remedy but just remember whatever you've done as your best is good enough for us right if you do find yourself in a situation where your child hasn't done 
and I, I know the East parents that will throw the report and say, is, is, is this, this is not what I expected. Um, there's some that will just look at it and be quiet and not respond about it because of disappointment. And disappointment is, 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 is a natural feeling. Mm. It is, it is a, a healthy feeling. It's just a negative feeling. But it, 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 can, it can scar that child for the rest of the child's life. So we as the adults, and I call ourselves adults and mukallav and matured as what we um, kind of portray to be and mm. we demand to be respected in that way, we need to act out that as well. Okay. So if, 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 we, if, we, if we say we're the, the most powerful, the Ar-Rahman, then we must become the Ar-Rahim. Mm. So again, the, the mercy of Allah is, is, is endless. It's Khafuru Rahim. Allah Ta'ala forgives and over and over and have mercy on every soul. So whoever's in charge of that child or feel powerful over that child, please be merciful towards him. I'm not expecting you to spoil your child and to encourage them not to go back to school. It's about being firm but lovingly firm. Mm. It's about being assertive and acknowledge the, the, the good from the bad. Try to dissect the subjects, look at what the child has done good in, and look at the strengths of the child, where the child has, has stronger points in certain subjects, and looking at if it's an academic child or if it's a practical child, where can this child enter the arena into the new world? Um, is this child ready for university or, or college or um, other studies yeah. as next year? Um, looking at People talking about a gap year, I don't really encourage a gap year, even if it's a volunteer thing that they need to do for that year. They need to be occupied. There's no um, lying at home and watching series and TV and mm. because I'm depressed and this and that. The sooner you can get them occupied, the better. Mm. Even if there's a subject or two that they failed in, it's very important that you immediately make arrangements for them to re um Look at that st- subject, to reapply, to rewrite that subject as soon as possible because they are in the motion now. But the best way to, to, to get them motivated to do that is to acknowledge them. Right. And the acknowledgement is vitally important where you say, I, can, I cannot imagine how you might be feeling, but I can tell you how I'm feeling for seeing you disappointed. Mm. And I, I, I kind of feel helpless. And in some form of way, as a parent, I just want to be there for you. But as as seeing where your weak areas are lying and where your strengths, now we know that is what we can concentrate on and harness your strengthful areas. But looking where your weaknesses is, where we can jack up and get some extra um, lessons or something in, in that area. Okay. So here again, it's about coming back to the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, trying to get your child to know themselves. When they know themselves, they're going to feel... Um, Comfortable within the, in themselves. If they have certain weak areas, they're now going to go into the arena of the uh, further studies and know this is the subjects that I can choose or this is how much I can cope with for this year. And it's going to take me a little bit longer than other p- people, right. but I know this is what I can cope with. Yeah. So once again, parents, it's vitally important for us to hold our child through this hmm. period of time. Lots of children can go into this deep depression after this. Um, we have a suicide program in February with SEDAC that you can get a lot of information. You can go onto the website and um, Mishka will read out all the the, 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 the contact details of, of hotline counseling, of um, support areas, of questions that you can have answers. When your child, when you see a notice that your child is um, becoming withdrawn or hmm. Uh, distracted by these kind of things. Mm. You know, we all think that a person is that's depressed actually becomes quiet and withdrawn. Uh, we also have the, 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 the easy to flexible and the feisty child that becomes depressed that is actually aggressive okay. and very outspoken. Right. And that is also a form of, of them feeling depressed, mm-hmm. but they're defensive 
in that situation. Then you can find the easy to flexible person is the person that will then switch. They won't be as easy to flexible as what you normally accept that child to be mm-hmm. adaptable to any situation. That child actually becomes rude or aggressive or questionable about things in their behavior in between 9 and 18 is a very crucial stage of our children's lives and we must always remember uh, our Prophet Sallallahu gave this recommendation to Sidna Ali and Sidna Fatima and within the first 7 years you teach, you, 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 you play with the child, the second 7 years you then Teach. teach your child. Now, if you look at the 9 to 18, is already a period where they reach puberty. They, I don't want to call it mukallaf, they become balik and they go through a, a, an enormous amount of hormonal changes. changes mm. But they also are matriculants at that time. They're also school going children mm. at that time. Mm. In actual fact, 18 is where they come to, to the stop of the shifting of the endocrine system, is during this crisis period. So, if you ever want to know how they are really feeling and coping, try to think of yourself when you were 9 to 18. Try to feel what you have felt at that time. Try to think about the comments that your parents gave to you at that time. Um, uh, I know in the, in the 19th century, our parents were not so in tune with these kind of things. We're mm. living in the 21st century we we dealing with a 21st century kind of child okay. we are not dealing with a 19th century child so mm. the parents with 19th century um, uh, thinking pattern and capacity is still going to apply it doesn't mean the values have to change but the method that we interact with these children today Must is change. and have to be different right. uh, Islam is a progressive religion it grows all the time and we need to grow with that religion it doesn't mean that we are applying the religion differently it's applying it appropriately okay. at the time that we are in today hmm. so so for today we look at our I think we've got amazing youth although we say youth is this youth is that our, 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 our overall um, application of our children if we look at the the, the exposure that they are exposed to, the challenges that they are exposed to, is a million times worse than what the 19th century children were ex- mm. exposed to. So first of all, we have to look at the challenges that they are exposed to. At school level, standard six children that gets to school already is already introduced to, to marijuana and drugs at school level. So here again, we, we need to understand what are they going to be facing. Don't be doff and make as if you don't know and go, uh, go in denial be real and, mm. and, and, and speak to them about the challenges that they're going to be facing. Read up about it. Educate yourself about it. Seek knowledge from the cradle to, your, to the to grave. grave. Yeah. So again, we're coming in here where we say this is a anxiety for the parents also. Many a parent as their eldest child is now in the state of what is my next step? My mm. child is now finishing matric, either she or he. How do I guide them through the next level? I'm still battling with my own uh, internal battles and stuff. What am I going to be saying to this child? And very often the, the parents withdraw from this child or they're not. If the child just throw a, 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 a tantrum or augmentative kind of thing or looks upset or, or mad and go and lie down in the room, then the parents take tend to step back and give the child the time to overcome that, but it mustn't let them lose focus of what needs to be addressed at the later stage. You give the child the time or whatever, you need the time to, 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 to digest these things or comprehend what is going on here. It is important for you to to go back into the original thing that needs to be addressed. So so you look at the six weeks holiday, they have a ball of a time, they go out with the family, they go away on holiday, they do whatever. They, but now a week before 
for this time is now the, the results coming out of right. the matriculants, but also grade nines going back to school is now going to be big boys mm. and girls. Mm. And they suddenly can adopt a little bit of an ego and the ego can easily take over in that space. It's, it's, it's vital that we keep them as humble as possible and allow them to process this uh, period of their life and, and encouraging them about the nobility that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the more you learn the more humble you need to become mm. so matric entering it in with focus you actually do your matric in standard 9 you only practice it in, 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 grade, in, in grade 12 Gra- yeah. so you have grade to apply it in grade 12 but majority mm. of the work has been given from grade 1 to grade uh, 11 now you have to apply everything that you've been taught in, gra- in, in grade, grade 12, 12 yeah. so are we in tune with those kind of things? Are we looking at life skills and emotional intelligence? If, if the home environment is tense or the parents are not good, is it affecting the children? If the parents are nervous about the results and what they're going to do next year, or where they're going to get the money to let their child go to mm. study, mm. Is, is an enormous anxiety. And, mm. and, and for the child, it's even a bigger worry. I would like to do this, that, and the other, but it's 60,000 rand for the year, or it's so much for the year, or that. And immediately that puts a... a, 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 a uh, a blanker on the child's thought of ever trying to achieve but it also if the parents say that is not your concern you need to go in and apply for your whatever the the the, the fees you leave to us hmm. it's not your worry immediately that gives a, the child a kind of satisfaction the child also needs to learn to earn things it's very important for them to participate during that time of study in spare job earning pocket money because if that bulk amount of money has been given to a child for his studies it is like I didn't pay for it they can cannot put the value to it, to it. Yeah. so you hear a lot of times children say I put myself to the university I work two jobs to achieve this and you can actually see the results of the two different mm. types of people mm. now don't even if you have the money mm. try to encourage your child to contribute Hmm. In, even if it's not in a financial way but in some form of way we'll continue with the discussion after the break inshallah stay tuned to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM my radio station, your radio station our radio station the Voice of the Cape on Voice of the Cape. Today we are discussing panic and anxiety um, in matriculants as well as as those who will be attending school whether it's for the first time or just going back or starting even a new school um, this year inshallah. So any SMS's are welcomed on 47913. Your comments and questions of course if you've got any for Auntie Najmanisa Solomon who is a life coach and a counsellor with an Islamic ethos. So Auntie Najmanisa there are obviously we've gone through quite a bit of those feelings of anxiety and panic um, but are some of those feelings real or are some of those um, just expectations that's been put upon us? Uh, Shukran Mishka, very important question. The, 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 there's one part of anxiety that's so real that you'll think you're having an asthma attack or a heart attack or you're going to faint because the, the body needs to rotate oxygen through the thymus gland and the, the lungs and all that. So if your breathing is not regular mm. and the way it should be doing and your thought pattern is constantly putting pressure on that, once again it permeates an area where you struggle with. So there's from time to time where you can feel and experience excessive heartbeat, <clears throat> short of breath, tired, fatigue and lethargic, you have a dry mouth, you find difficulty in breathing, you just... Uh, hot and cold, your 
muscles pulled tight and your body is tense. You can even flop out and look like somebody that's having a fit and it can be nothing related to that and it can be an anxiety attack that you're okay. actually getting. You can also sometimes see people get thrust into, into a hospital uh, feeling numbness in their hands and their feet or coldness or needles and pins is because it affects the, the physical part of the the, wow. the body, um, if the, the mind, circulation, yes, mm. and then the needles and pins comes in. So there's a lot of things that we need to take note of and become mindful about when we're on this state. Because you'll find your little child or your um, older child will tell you that my hands are wet. I'm sweating all the time. I'm feeling hot and cold. Mm. I'm not feeling well. I don't want to go to school, or I don't want to do this, or don't want to do that. Is it related to a medical thing, or is it related to this anxiety form of thought pattern that is going through this child. That is when we need to try to find out what is this child's thinking pattern like, what is the worry, what is the the stress that this child is. And parents also experience these things. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, knowing yeah. that their child needs to enter this new arena. It's maybe their first child that's entering matric. And maybe it's their first child going to school even for mm. that matter. And there's an anxiety separation, anxiety for the child and the mother. Mm. You find a lot of times the mothers are crying and the child is running to the teacher and going to school and these are things that's real real stuff real emotions but it's important for us to acknowledge feeling wants to be acknowledged mm. say i'm feeling anxious about having to take my child to the school for the first day i'm feeling emotional i'm feeling teary mm. and you can do self-talk self-talk is one of the greatest things in the world to, to hear yourself talking about something, you can say to your spouse if he's compassionate enough to understand, or maybe he's also got emotions that's running wild. Today, uh, Mishka, we have a lot of single parenting mm. going through this kind of thing, and, 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 and school fees and school clothes and school books is a, is a huge anxiety for parents and prepara- preparing that child to actually go to the school. Mm. So there's a lot of nerves and body um, irregularities that's going through the body that can cause major kind of things illnesses eventually in the physical part of the person but if we can differentiate between is this a, a endocrine and a nervous battle or is this a physical illness okay the, the endocrine and the nervous system can can eventually be it can become a physical illness but it normally starts off in that side right. so it's important to tackle the thing and when we see a client we, we ask what kind of physical illness do you have what medication are you on so that we can separate that because there's people that suffers from thyroid for, for instance this that can have a lot of symptoms of nervous things okay. and it's actually got nothing to do with the nervous stuff it's actually got the equilibrium of the thyroid balances goes out it mm. co- controls the metabolism of the body and we have little children as young as six five six seven that's got thyroid problems already so does the parent treat it as a as a as a by the way kind of naughty nervous mm. panicky kind of mm. thing or is the kind of medical things that we need to look at scientifically stuff is 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 so broad for us today and this is what seldom gets spoken about about the scientific part of the quran and and the the the, the responsibilities of parents is is very clear and the responsibilities of mothers and fathers and the compassion the mahabba and mawadda mawadda and marahma and mahabba i don't want to leave out because it kind of belongs to but the, the 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 love and mercy that we must have for each other within partnerships as as married couples that the child is 
is watching and seeing and very often the child witnesses the father, the mother asks for money and the father gives an aggressive or augmentative kind of answer or vice versa for mm. that matter. Mm. And these are things that must be done behind closed doors, discussions when you reach your child, there's, there's an agreement between you and your spouse that the child doesn't become burdened with those kind of adult world things. The child can be comfortable within his age, address the knowledge and the work that he needs to be addressed at that stage of his life and hy moet die worry of sy moet die worry van waar gaat my schoolskoene van aankom, waar gaat my schoolkleren ek het die boeken nie, daar is die geld covering papier en daar is die die nie, daar is die die nie the parents must be bold enough and big enough and identify themselves as parents, as the adult world of this child right. and not include the child into the adult world mm, mm. it is detrimental to this child on the long run mm. and we see this cycle going on and on and on and on and we, we, we like I'm saying we in the 21st century we have got so much advantages and privileges for our children and opportunities is endless for our children today but are we equipped to face that Mm. We're going to send our child from a normal Orthodox Islamic home to a Model C school that we think is the best for the child. And if the child comes home with that kind of behavior, we want to break that child into pieces. You need to be equipping that child for what that child is going to mm. go That's into. True. And he needs to take from home into that school, not from that school into, into the home. Right. And it's most of the time not the school, but the accumulated of different kinds of people coming together where values are then being squabbled around and shared and it confuses our child. But if our child knows this is my um, path of values socially, Islamically, academically, personally and all that, the child will not compromise that because uh -huh. they're okay with their values. Is it also Antinatronisa because we are living our dreams and our expectations through our children? A lot of times it's hard for parents to identify that I'm actually having expectation of my child, but subconsciously it's something that I would have loved to have been able to achieve. It's not very conscious behavior. It's normally unconscious behavior. Mm. It only really occurs out later in the time when the child starts rebelling towards certain expectations. Okay. Then it's like a retrospection that goes through the parents in, or somebody will, or if they're seeing somebody, will guide them around those things so that they can take cognizance of, of the actual pattern of behavior towards that mm. uh, situation. Every pattern of behavior has the consequences of results out. So if you watch a person living in a specific way and believing in a specific way comes down to the person's values, perceptions, beliefs, and self-worth. So if you go up that stairs again from self-worth to beliefs, from beliefs to perception, from perceptions to values, we don't lose values. Mm. We nurture and enhance values but we change perceptions, we mm -hmm. throw it out actually. We also change beliefs because we have too many false beliefs yes. about things. Yes. But that immediately will harness your child's self-worth as a being because of values that's being harnessed. So in other words, it's supporting your child through this process um, and giving them, the, or at least uh, telling them, I am here for you. And they, they, are know, they know where to come to when they the, need help. The, the most important thing is the natural fitter of the child. Who is my child? What is the expectations of my child and myself within my child? Yeah. Am I having my expectations in my child? But knowing the authenticness of the person 
you 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 struggle with a child the minute most children have learned behaviors so these values that you teach your child as far as behaviors is concerned but there's so many other things that children learn to become that they believe that because of a perception that gets thrown of a value and they believe that but then it shatters their self-worth so am I good enough to go to the school because I'm coming from an Mm. orthodox Islamic background do I feel comfortable saying my Muslim name out loud do I feel comfortable with practicing or making salah or making uh, known that I'm a Muslim and how a Muslim lives or do I go silent and watch and compromise myself Myself. Mm. so here again that is the values that we want them to hold on to and they want to nurture that and be strong about that. Mishka, I know there was a book that The Voice of the Cape has advertised not too long ago about parenting and, mm. and married. Um, yes. I'd like to you to uh, say if you've still got the book and if it's available because I get a lot of people for the book and a lot of people would like to purchase the book so maybe okay. they can get it through. a comprehensive oh. book on, on how to parent. I forgot the name yes, now. And the, re- and the relationship part as well. Yes. Uh, he was on, on ITV two weeks ago. Parent-child relations. Parent-child relationship. Mm. He was on ITV. The doctor was on ITV with Dr. Kamisa two weeks in a row and it was extremely informative the information yes. that they shared the importance of being somebody being at home in the often when the child comes from school mm. it was a vitally highlight moment for me when I watched the program and heard that because I remember learning that as a very important factor whether it's a grandparent whether it's a parent whether it's a nanny whether it's somebody that the child comes a teenage child do not come home and unlock the door with a couple of siblings that they had to pick up along the way and this is the reality today that children live by more than 70% of children are actually going through that yes. at this stage of their lives. Mm. So is an adult life in a child's world. Mm. Immediately the equilibrium of this child is cockeyed and it just needs to cope sometime or other in his life. It's going to hit back. So are we looking at age-appropriate things? Do we understand age-appropriate things? Mm. So get ourselves educated around it. Seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. And this is one of the books that I will encourage anybody to go through and to read. Auntie Fozzi was unpacking it beautifully yes. with Hawa at some stage and please take these books take it seriously and read these books to help us along a lot of times we've studied we know things but we cannot apply it when it comes into our immediate circle True. because of our emotions and the people around us that breaks us down that matters to us mm. then we cannot we can be how professional a doctor a lawyer a nurse or whatever but if your emotions and somebody's emotional connected to you and they criticize you or they condemn you, you think something that you believe strongly in, you will question it and it will be an imbalance within yourself. So be, be confident, sure, and reassured parents. Be adult parents. Be adult world for your child. Be comfortable. Embrace parenting. Embrace your child's things that your child is teaching you and, 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 uh, Appreciate your child's teaching because your child will make you a parent first of all, but he will also guide you of how to be parented. You can give her all the numbers and, and things like that. I just want to wish my brother yesterday was his birthday, my Buddha, a happy birthday. And may Allah Ta'ala grant him all his heart's desire with the blessings of Allah and keep him still around us for a long time, healthy, Ameen. inshallah. Ameen. He, he copes very well with what, what his ailments are. And I think he's a 
brilliant example for us as siblings. But Allah Ta'ala must just keep him well, inshallah. I mean, inshallah. So um, those helpline, if you need any help, especially today with youth and students that are not coping with the results that have been released today, please call SADAC on 0800-414243. It's quite easy. 0800-414243. And also, if you um, are feeling suicidal in any way the suicide crisis line is 0800 567 567 that's 0800 567 567 or sms them on 31393 inshallah again mubarak to all our matriculants for those who didn't make it it's not the end of the world there are many opportunities available for you so grab it with both hands when we return in next week's episode we're going to look at the importance also of secular and islamic education and are we putting enough emphasis on that. So that's next week, Tuesday inshallah. Stay tuned to The Voice of the Cape. It's really been an honor. Shukran Antinaj Munisa for having you with us in our homes and until we chat again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.